I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align Podcast. Welcome back to the Line Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. Today's beautiful episode, I got to have my friend, Mr. Ben Greenfield, back on the show. Uh, ben is a absolute legend in the fitness industry. He is a New York Times bestselling author. He is... Oh, oh my God. Am I allowed to sneeze in the intro? Should I keep that? I'm just going to keep going. Um, so this was a very special episode. Uh, we were hosting a retreat with a group called Runga, a really rad group. It was somewhat of a digital detox with kettlebells and movement and yoga and delicious food. Uh, great experience. And this is a live Q&A that Ben and I made happen towards the end there. Super interesting. Most of the questions were way out of my scope of awareness. So Ben was the big boss expert in this, as would be the case in uh, a lot of situations. And uh, so I hope you guys enjoy. In this conversation, we get into uh, deuterium depleted water. We get into near and infrared light. We get into Ben's experience with getting stung by a scorpion in his bed at three in the morning and uh, almost awakening me out of, I don't know what, fear of losing a testicle or whatever it was. Um, so really interesting, well, it's not a conversation, Q&A, kind of a conversation. I hope you guys enjoy this. Here's a little clip. Expose yourself to as many different varieties of biologically natural light as possible. So like a, you know, like a juve lamp over here to our left that would produce near and far infrared. But you know what? You're screwed if that's your only light because you're missing out on what? UVA, UVB, who knows what all those other frequencies are that the sun emits that we haven't even discovered yet to be biologically beneficial for the body. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the website, aligntherapy.com. If you feel called to that little thing uh, on there, you can get the show notes and you can start the five-day movement challenge. Get yourself aware of some of these fundamentals of good movement, how to integrate them into our daily life. Um, I have a little, this isn't really a quote so much as uh, an idea from Miss Byron Katie. I went to a three, well, I didn't go to a three-day, I went a one-day mental cleanse with her this this weekend it was three days um, really interesting stuff I highly recommend checking her workout it's called the work Byron Katie I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with that we may be having her on the podcast as well she said she'd be into it so uh, stay tuned uh, so little thing that she kind of broke down for us that I thought was really interesting was that our thoughts are our imagination and uh, so many of us are polluted by our thoughts we are addicted to our thoughts and uh, we replay them all day long and uh, with the work as she calls it something that you do is uh, writing down any type of addictive thought behavior any type of grudge that you may hold against someone anything that just carries weight in your life writing it down and then as she calls it doing the work and she goes kind of goes through like a four-step process with that so just in general the idea that your thoughts are your imagination 
addiction, very, very likely you are addicted to your thoughts and you're repeating them over and over again. We have judgment for people that have, are addicted to alcohol or porn or whatever more obvious things. Um, most of us are all addicted to our thoughts. So something to ponder on for this 2018. Thanks so much for utilizing the Amazon affiliate link on the top right-hand sidebar of the podcast page. Anytime you buy some crap on Amazon, buy that crap through that link. We get about 6 or 7%. Costs you nothing. Takes it out of Amazon. Drops it into Align Podcast Foundation. And it's sweet. Um, that might be good enough. I, th- I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, reviews on iTunes are greatly valued. I'll read one here really quick. Um, this is P P. I don't know how you say your name. P Belaine. Wonderful content. Just read the beginning. Uh, the show does a great job at setting itself apart from the rest of the podcast, covering similar subject matters. I'm an avid listener to many other shows and are close related, but Aaron and his guests are not afraid to dive deep, and that's where the golden nuggets lie. Um, thank you so much for that, P Belaine. Uh, get a hold of us at Align Podcast on Instagram, and we'll send you out a box of Four Sigmatic Mushrooms. All right, here we go. Back to the show with Mr. Ben Greenfield and the live audience of Panama at the Runga Retreat. Align Podcast. Hey, this is Ben Greenfield. Welcome to the Ben Greenfield Fitness Show, which is a little bit of a unique podcast because we are recording this bad boy uh, not only in front of a live audience, but also uh, along with my fellow podcaster of the Align, Align, not Align Therapy, just no. Align. No, no, no. Align Therapy. I like how you went sultry when you said Align. Yes. That was good. It's, I am. I have a for, sultry voice. Not yeah, as sultry good. as you, my friend. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Aaron Alexander, Align Podcast. Uh, for people listening to Align, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. For people listening to the Ben Greenfield Fitness, uh, same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And my apologies to those of you who listen to both our podcasts who suddenly realize you got totally shorted because you're having to listen to the same podcast episode on both of our respective podcasts. Um, visual, we are at Runga in Panama. If you don't know what Runga is, freaking go to bengreenfieldfitness.com, type in Runga, and you will learn a lot because I've interviewed Joe Stefano about it, and I'll put a link to those previous two episodes in the show notes. Have you ever interviewed... Uh, Joe DiStefano about Runga on it's, your podcast. It's coming up. Uh huh. It's in the makings. Yeah, you we're, na- we're, we're neighbors now. Okay. No, it's real time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Have them over. Play your skin Joe flute D. for him and, and interview him. Okay. Skin flute podcast. Um, and we are so, we are also uh, not only in front of the ocean. I don't know which ocean this is. Is this the Atlantic, the Pacific, Indian, um, Gulf of Mexico? What are we at? I thought this was a lake. It's the Pacific Ocean. Okay. This is all right. This is the ocean. We're 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 listening to the lulling sounds of the Pacific Ocean about 9 p.m. at night. Uh, beautiful Sansara Resort, and we've got about 25 uh, fabulous attendees from uh, Runga here circled around us, ready to just slay us. Like li- uh, I was gonna say, like tiny little Jews in the gladiator arena, Ooh. but that would just sound wrong for the no, podcast. To the, I don't know why that came to mind, like a Ben-Hur movie or something, but yeah. let's go with something else. No. Like, um, I was for a Russell Crowe movie. Like, throwing we, us to the lions was what I was thinking of, which is how that whole... We mentioned the weeping virtual assistants. Yes. We've already thrown the Russians and the Jews no. under the bus. Yeah, do that. Um, okay. They're, they're basically going to ask us very highly scientific questions and look to us as experts to answer them. Um, because we are experts in underwear 
go. sitting on the floor. Go. Okay. Podcast go. So that being said, this is a full-on Q&A podcast uh, recorded uh, from Panama uh, with or without the assistance of the social lubricant that we refer to as ethanol. That being said, uh, if any of you out there in our live studio audience have questions, then now is the time to jump in and ask them. Otherwise, you get to suffer through and listen to Aaron and I talk about whatever we freaking want, which is probably gonna be Aaron's passion, burlesque dancing and the skin flute. That's great. Uh, or my passion, which right now is uh, uh, whatever drink was the latest one I just got. I think I'm mixing my alcohols. Yeah, I've got good. both heavy amounts of mercury and yeah. ethanol circulating yeah. in my system for dinner. Um, even though the fish is really good. So, questions. Questions, questions. Here we go. First question coming right up. Coming in hot. Introduce yourself. Uh, not like your whole life story. Like, we really don't want to hear it on the podcast. Uh, just your name and your, your question. I want to hear your life story later on. After. I'm, after. Yeah. I'm Jim Stang from Detroit. And uh, fitness is my life, um, partly because you inspired it, and I've listened to almost Aaron, all. he was looking at me. He was looking at Aaron right now. He was looking at me, not Aaron. I forget your name. Almost all 380 of your podcasts, many twice. And Aaron, I can't wait to start listening to all of your backlog as soon as I get home. Appreciate that. True inspiration in person. The Beamer yeah, is- Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> the Beamer is used by tens of thousands of hospitals and elite athletes in Europe. Oh, geez, you wrote your question, you're reading Even it. NASA. This is, this is gonna be a serious question. But I haven't yet heard you talk about it. And the reason I say I've heard all your podcasts, but not Aaron is because he might have mentioned it. I don't know. Nope, didn't. But um, it, it's changing the face of Europe, and but it's new to America. What are your thoughts on the Beamer? Yeah, I don't know if it's new to America. I mean, I've, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 been popping up at a lot of you know like the biohacking conferences is like this giant mat that you lay on or sit on or lounge on or have like a special chair made out of their their beamer material that apparently uh, is I believe primarily pulsed electromagnetic field frequencies. Yeah. Um, and I love the idea of being able to just lie on a giant mat of PEMF because. There is a host of research on PMF for everything from healing stress fractures more readily to giving you a very similar effect if, as if you were you were earthing or grounding, you know, and getting in touch with that that 7.8 hertz frequency that the Earth emits. We tend to see geomagnetic frequencies around the globe range from anywhere from three to 100 hertz. And by you know walking along the beach out here, smelling the ocean, being out in the forest camping, laying on the ground, like like we're getting exposed to, to a lot of these fields, but the idea behind the Beamer is it's bringing that kind of technology into our homes or into our offices, something we can lay on or sleep on. I like the idea, but I personally travel a lot. And because of that, you know, I, I don't really travel a lot of mat. I, I even have like a grounding and earthing mat at home that I don't travel with, just just because I, I travel really light, right? Like I don't check any bags. So like in my bag over there uh, by the table, I actually have the same technology that that is used in the beamer right so i can generate a three hertz frequency up to a thousand hertz frequency but it's a square that big Actually, right their, their, their technology is patented and no one else can use what they it, have it's pulsed electromagnetic field frequencies they might have an actual frequency that's patented and i don't know what i don't know what that actual frequency Hopefully is but but like there is so like just go to go to PubMed and do a search for PMF and you'll find a host of research that has existed far before Beamer patented their technology. Now at the same time, I've used Beamer mats. I've laid on them. You feel fabulous afterwards. You feel as though they're they're a great tool to recover your body. 
uh, but they are you know, kind of can be kind of bulky for travel. Um, I don't personally have one at my house. The way I do it is I like to get infrared, negative ion therapy, therapy and PMF all at the same time when I'm at home. And the way that I do that is I use what's called an earth pulse and I put it underneath uh, a biomat. And uh, I, I do that while wearing a giant aluminum foil hat with it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but that's that's what I do is is I use a biomat combined with an earth pulse. And then I travel with something called a flex pulse, which generates a huge range of frequencies. So I can literally just like play it like a DJ, right? I can, I can set it for sleep or anxiety or you know, muscle recovery. I put it on a freaking scorpion sting at 10 to 100 hertz the other night. So it was pulsing back and forth between the two frequencies. So the Beamer is cool, good research behind it. I just disagree that it's like the only way to, to get PMF therapy. So um, uh, Aaron, quit hogging the microphone. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say about that. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, there yeah. we go, easy. I feel like you nailed that. Thank you. Yeah. All right, next, next question, next question. Here we go. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Angela Marie from San Diego. And tell us and... your life story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My question is, I know you've talked a lot about ketones on your podcast. Exogenous ketones are becoming very mainstream. A lot of people who don't currently have their diet, healthy lifestyle in check, they're starting to take these exogenous ketones. Is there anyone that this could actually be hurting instead of helping? Aaron, you think people should be eating ketones what are your thoughts on this i think i trust your thoughts on this subject i'm looking forward to it and i think that with anything when we're isolating specific parts out of any type of food like we, we use the analogy of isolating pectin instead of eating the apple you know anytime that we're doing that i think the short term like right now caprylic acid is a big thing mct mm -hmm. oil in, in our industry it's a hot sexy thing to be utilizing but the long-term effects um, we end up finding that out in two years, five years, 10 years. So anytime we're isolating an individual component out of something that was coming as a whole, and we've been assimilating that for potentially millions of years, um, I'm always, I just find it dubious. You know, So if I can get something from the whole form, I trust that more. But that's more of an intuition thing. And there's, you know, there's other science around that as well, but that's my sense. Yeah, and, and I agree. I mean, you could take a lycopene supplement or get similar benefits from eating like a, like a whole raw tomato and many would argue uh superior benefits to to the isolated supplement form granted if i'm on an airplane i'm going to take a multivitamin that has lycopene in it because i don't want a big old tomato like squashing itself in my in my travel bag for example you know so, so there are times when we want to use better living through science and exogenous ketones could be a time to do that right like let's say you're an athlete and for you to get into ketosis via excessive fasting really doesn't jive well with the amount of exercise that you have to do. It's just not enough calories on board, but you want all the benefits of having ketones as a readily available fuel for your diaphragm or your heart or your brain or some of those tissues that, that burn ketones quite readily. That would be a situation where, and, and we see everybody from you know DARPA to Tour de France riders taking advantage of this fact, you would use ketones as, as a way to both have your cake and eat it too, right? Like enter into a state of ketosis, without excessive fasting and without excessive calorie deprivation. Most people would benefit more from freaking learning how to fast, learning how to restrict carbohydrates, learning how to maybe not have their 
their scone or their biscotti or their gluten-free granola for breakfast and kind of like getting their body into a state of ketosis as the way that our ancestors might have while hunting down meat for for a few days with limited amounts of food and you know lots of lots of plants and maybe some mushrooms and then some some things that allowed them to get food but not enough so that they actually were able to to go out of a state of ketosis so the idea would be use exogenous ketones if you need them as like a performance aid or as almost like a hack or if you're doing like a long fast and you need a little bit of extra help because your boss doesn't understand that you can't take the day off work because you're going to take three days from eating and you might have a little bit of trouble getting energy well in that case you know you take some ketones or some amino acids you know some electrolytes and things are going to keep energy levels up so there's a time and a place to take them right and, and i have taken ketones before like a race for example and i've even taken ketones and combined them with glucose right so i've elevated blood glucose and elevated ketones at the same time theoretically you could argue that that is very similar to diabetic ketoacidosis right i'm creating a net acidotic state within my body that's probably true there's probably a biological bounce back if you're constantly using exogenous ketones and eating at the same time with high blood glucose levels that's not a natural state for the body to be in right it'd be like me saying go out and fast for three days and figure out a way to keep your blood glucose high right unless you have exogenous ketones like there, there's no way that you could actually achieve that metabolic state so i think you need to be careful but i think that for folks like athletes or soldiers or people who need to have calories and be in a state of ketosis they're actually a, a pretty damn cool tool to use i liked what you mentioned just a few days ago of treating your supplements to be like food mm -hmm. you know so when you're looking at the ingredient list of your food you want to understand what's inside of that you know and i think that we can just get ourselves down a slippery slope where we start counting this countering this supplement with that supplement it's the same argument that we have in like the pharmaceutical industry in that you know and so for me personally when i look at a supplement i'm looking i would like to understand what's inside that supplement and see it as as literally i'm ingesting a food it's not a cheat it's a part of my diet it's 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 my nutrition it's my food and that kind of just that reframe I've, I've been pondering on that since you said that so thanks mm. yeah thank you i'm yeah. glad i'm glad i went that deep you went deep. yeah 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 i mean you said deep, deep enough for air and have to ponder for three days most yeah. yeah it doesn't take much <laughs> it doesn't take much <laughs> um all right no, uh wow only two questions thanks for listening folks oh another question okay hey guys maria from new jersey um near or and by the way i must say i'm surprised that no one has actually pitched themselves yet like maria from maria.com like nobody's done that yet no i'm just surprised yeah no go ahead um near or far infrared which is better near or far infrared what is better well i mean what does the sun give us aaron i mean it's like both right yeah yeah so I always like whenever I get a question like that, you kind of sort of look to nature. It's like nature gives like talk about the beamer mat, right? Nature gives us a host of frequencies from three up to a hundred, in a few cases, a thousand hertz when we're wandering through nature, right? So we know from that that exposing ourselves to a wide variety of these PMF frequencies and not just one patented frequency might be better for the body or ketones right like nature puts us in a place where we're sometimes going to be in a state of ketosis or our body's going to produce ketones and that's not just by putting beta hydroxybutyrate in our coffee every morning right or near and far infrared therapy if we walk out in the sun the sun's giving us both right and so you can't say well near infrared is better than far infrared you know what am i going to put in my sauna what kind of like freaking little tent am i going to build in my office that i saw this cool biohacking 
symposium and you know and you know am i gonna go with this special lamp or that special lamp um i would expose yourself to as many different varieties of biologically natural light as possible so like a you know like a juve lamp over here to our left that would produce near and far infrared but you know what you're screwed if that's your only light because you're missing out on what uva uvb who knows what all those other frequencies are that the sun emits that we haven't even discovered yet to be biologically beneficial for the body so the answer really is neither right like so i have a far infrared sauna but i use i use a near infrared lamp i go out in the sun for i, I try to go out for, for a copious amount of time when the sun is shining every day so i mean you know near infrared good for skin collagen health doesn't penetrate quite as deep uh from what i understand as far infrared does which would be better for growth hormones testosterone athletic recovery we're still missing out on the vitamin d benefits which we're going to get more from like some of the uvb exposure with some of the uva so the answer is yes give me all of it it feels like with all these these more myopically focused questions or, or us, us focusing on near infrared far infrared it feels like a similar thing that both ben and i went through around bodybuilding you know, so you start your journey off from, you know, from a movement perspective of, okay, I want bicep, I want tricep. So what I do is do bicep curls, I do tricep extensions, right? So that's kind of like near infrared, far infrared, right? And then you realize, oh my God, I actually really want to connect all the dots. And through that process of say a snatch or a deadlift or a squat or dance or martial art, or anything where it's forces integration of the body, that puts pieces together that we might not even be shining the science flashlight on. And then maybe again, two years, five years, all of a sudden the science flashlight broadens a little bit and we start putting these dots together. We say, oh my God, I wish I just went out in the sun every now and again. Yeah, well, no, except for the adductor machine. Oh, Everyone sick. should own the adductor machine. Yeah. The one with the thighs that goes no, in good. and out. No, no, I take Yes. I I retract my previous statement. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you want good legs and fat loss at the same time, get the adductor machine. It's good. All right, let's take another question. And, and by the way, I'm totally going to use this opportunity to say that my drink is empty. I'm just saying, I'm leaving Panama in a few hours. I would love to have, like, some kind of a chocolatey, colada-y, smoothie-y something. Look at that. I just got myself a drink buff for me. See that? See how I used podcasting to to get myself free booze? We've got an elite athlete that, here. Oh my gosh, this guy! What was your favorite part of the week? <laughs> what, what was my favorite? My favorite drink of the week? Is that what you said? <laughs> or my favorite part of the week? Because they're probably they're probably the same. <laughs> my fa my favorite part of the week was was learning how to surf like a champ, kind of more than I than I used to be. Able to. I, I I witnessed it. All right, All right. we got a question. Uh, question. Here we go. Uh, Danny from you can too and my question is with the new year Wait, coming you can too is that like a city? It's a small city in Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Oh, you uh, can too. It sounds you like a spaceship. Too. I like that. Uh, okay So my question is with the new year coming up uh, you see a lot of new year's resolutions coming up So my question is what advice would each of you give somebody who's looking to form a new habit? Mm. Oh Boy, yeah well, I can tell you my best trick for forming a new habit, but it's not very advanced. I put a calendar on the fridge because you know what? I open the fridge every freaking day yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, in, it's in front of me. That or I'll, I'll put it on my desk, which is another place I go every day. 
Um, I will sometimes use Evernote as well, especially when I know it's gonna be a heavy travel period of time for me when I'm not gonna be in front of my own fridge. And I use a little X mark, check mark, and I write down exactly what that habit is, right? So right now I'm completing a Tai Chi gong. I mean, I'm going 100 days doing five minutes of Tai Chi every morning, which is basically when I get out of bed next to my bed in the morning, I'm doing kind of like a swaying circular Tai Chi motion. And, you know, Paul Check challenged me to do that on the last podcast we recorded together, and I've been doing it. Um, the checklist is actually on my refrigerator at home, and I make little checks each time that I do it. I've been doing it in my gratitude journal, and then when I get home, I transfer those from the gratitude journal onto the fridge, right? So for me, there's got to be pen to paper or, you know, pen to chart on the fridge for me to, to form a new habit. There, for me, there's something magical about writing it down and checking it off, yeah. and there's that human psychology of checklists, right, that we all love. Yeah, um, I just read because I'm reading the the five minute journal, which I just got yeah. from here, which is fantastic. So 85 percent apparently of all New Year's it, resolutions. It, it's a, it's a really boring journal to read because it's like day one. Oh, day two. let's let's day yeah, three. Let's scratch that. Day four. <laughs> day five. Well, I so, just read this book in one night. So, so, oh, part, so a part of what I what I got out of there is um, so I was just looking. It was 85 percent of all of our our New Year's resolutions they have not working out, right? And so. With that, I think a big part is we end up setting too high of goals, you know, and so I think just having those little bit of rewards, like something that people have talked about quite a bit is the uh, just like making your bed, you know, something to kind of keep you in this place of feeling like you're gaining good momentum. You know, we do that a lot when we go see doctors or chiros or physios or whoever it may be, you know, and they focus on what's wrong with your body. You know, so you go into this place and you want to be liberated and feel good and fix your knee and you come out feeling dependent on that thing. You feel broken. And so if we can start to feed some of those those little victories, all of a sudden we gain momentum off of that. And so something that I will do with myself is just start it off with, you know, five minutes. If I'm looking to meditate for an hour, we don't start there. We start with like, shoot, I was just grateful for my meal today. You know, those little things like that felt good. You know, I did a little bit of yoga that felt good. And then eventually it's you start to change your perception of yourself. I'm a person that gets things done as opposed to I'm a person that fails repeatedly. I start things and then I stop. I start to habituate that, that self-perception. Yeah, the funny thing is websites like, uh, is it Snapchat that uses this to their advantage where they like people don't like to close that loop? Do you know what it's called? You're, you're laughing out there in the audience. Do you remember what Snapchat calls that? Uh, Snapchat has this thing where, you, where people on Snapchat will like, make it a point to like communicate with each other every day on Snapchat. And if you're the person who closes that loop or breaks that chain, then you fail essentially. So it's this human psychology that we want to accomplish the same. It's like all of us here at this, you know, digital detox retreat, we're closing the loop of making sure that we're, we, we keep all those little red notification marks and messengers in, in Facebook checked off. Right. So, but that's human psychology is we want to go in there and check that check mark, check that list. Right. So it can work for, or against you and a lot of these social media companies they realize that aspect of human psychology that we actually do love to to get rid of the little red notification mark on our phones or in or in facebook and just hacking out like bruce lee quote that everyone's probably heard too many times is we want to hack away the superfluous right it's about subtraction not addition and so i think that so many of us are coming from like a just looking at how you do anything is how you do everything when you look into your laptop when you open that that screen up and it's bombarded with 67 different tabs, to me, that stresses me out immediately. 
you know, so if we're looking to create bigger change in our realities, whether it's our movement thing or whether it's, you know, whatever it may be, start looking at your laptop, you know, start looking at the organization of your room, start looking at the organization of your fridge. You know, we can start to make little micro changes around our reality. And then from there, that spills into the macro. But self-perception is a big thing. You know, and so words, we don't really give a shit about the words that we say as much as we care about the actual reality that we see. You know, so just making those, those physical material changes, um, you end up, again, more momentum. Amazing. So uh, this podcast is brought to you by, should we make up a sponsor? Aaron's, this podcast is brought to you by Aaron Skin Fluid. Scott, Scott Dolly's drum, Juve, I guess. We got a lot of Juve lights around here. My ukulele and whatever this horrid spawn of Satan drink Joe DiStefano just brought me. It tastes like a glass of vodka with some brown thing added to it to camel, make it camel. look like an actual drink. I think that's camel semen. Yeah, camel yeah, semen. Camel semen, yeah. camel semen biodynamically favorable. It's yeah. <laughs> highly absorbable protein. We've been drinking um, it all week. I like me some camel semen. Uh, all right, uh, another question. Another question. Uh, all right, here we go. That was a commercial here. break. That was, that we said our commercial, we said no, all of our was, sponsors. No, no, we had no, the skin no, flute, no, the camel no. semen, the juve. Okay. <laughs> Hey Ben, uh, this is Trent uh, Pokey from Canada. Uh, question for you around lightheadedness and dizziness. So, um, do you have any recommendations or ways to prevent lightheadedness from dizziness, or just from general standing up or like rolling on the ground, doing somersaults and things like that? And really, what causes it as well? Quit drinking so damn much comes to mind. Um, alcohol, I mean. Uh, all right, that's it. Well, nobody laughs. Okay, nothing. That fell flat. Nothing. No, no, nothing. No, nothing. No, nothing. No. Wow, tough crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, in in most cases, what you're looking at is either a sodium potassium imbalance or aldosterone depletion, or something else that is affecting blood pressure. Right, some some imbalance of hormones responsible for diuresis or for water retention or for sodium retention. So there are tests that you can do for that. I mean, you, you can get like a blood electrolyte balance test for your sodium, potassium, chromium, you know, red blood cell magnesium levels, and actually see if you have identifiable imbalances. Um, you can also do what I did when I, when I was like a, a heavily competing athlete, specifically an Ironman, right? We do a lot of sweating for a long time each day. I would lay awake at night and my heart would be pounding in my ears. And I couldn't figure it out until another athlete told me, hey, same thing happened to me. And I started putting a bunch of sea salt in water at night. And so I started doing that and, you know, now you guys see me here, like, what do I have in my, 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 my cute little bag that I pull out of the table at dinner every night here? I have this bag of salt, right? Like in this case, like Kona black salt. And I just like travel everywhere with salt. And if I don't travel with it, I'll like find a cool little local shop and just buy their salt. And if I don't have that, I'll go up to the restaurant where even if they have like just regular iodized, you know, regular old table salt at the table and i'll be like hey i need like kosher salt or rock salt back there at the bar or like so i'll get my hands on like some of the better salt that doesn't have as many fillers added to it and i i just use copious amounts of salt and since i started doing that and really being cognizant of the amount of minerals in my diet um oh by the way thank you joe my uh my my charger by the way is plugged in sorry jojo all right this podcast is also brought to you by my aaron boy slash bitch joe <laughs> stefano um so yeah, I, I do a copious amount of salt consumption. Like honestly, it's probably to the point where I'm I'm pushing six grams or more of salt a day. You know, especially down here, and um, that's that's really you know fixed the issue for me personally because I used to deal with this a lot. Like where you stand up and you get dizzy, 
um athletes go through a lot of minerals especially um uh, what do you think aaron from a structural perspective i'd explore also something like a cranial sacral therapy and see if there could be something inner ear related so if there's you know your your face your skull it's all fluid floating bones it's, there's actually sutures in between there and so we have it's called motility and so as we're sitting here, our face is kind of expanding outward and expanding upward and expanding outward and expanding upward. And so something that I would look at as well on top of from a nutritional perspective is also from actually a structural perspective. So I might go see a cranial sacral therapist or an osteopath or somebody like that. Sorry, quick underwear adjustment. I want to make sure no, no flesh pops out from my pink banana boxers I'm wearing on this podcast. Even though it's not a video podcast, it probably wouldn't matter. It's brought to you by Ben's yeah. Moose Knuckle. Yep, that's right. Ben's Moose Knuckle. Special <laughs> sponsor for this podcast. Um, all right. What, what else do we have out there for questions? Great question, Trent, by the way. Yes, we have a question from Amelia, our local raw dark chocolate. Funny story about Amelia is uh, we, we um, the staff here, technically did not have like our meals catered for us on the weekend. And so Joe and Amelia disappeared into town the other night, and uh, and they, they went out there with, with a, a few friends, including Scott Dolly, who's been on my podcast before. Scott and Scott came back. I'm talking with him. I'm like, "Well, where where'd Amelia and Joe go?" He's like, "Oh, they're up in the they're up at, at Joe's place making dinner." I'm like, "Oh, they're making dinner because they, they invited me over for dinner." So what 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 they get? He's like, "Oh, you just like, carrots." I'm like carrots. He's like yeah, they, they got some carrots. Um, his voice just kind of trails off, completely disinterested. And Amelia's just like raw food chef. And I know the, I know your people, right? And I know that probably what I'd walk up there is like carrot cheesecake and some amazing like carrot souffle and a carrot casserole and some like giant carrot like like uh uh like brick that you made to taste like a ribeye steak. And that's all washed down with like like a carrot superfood smoothie. So and it was actually a really good meal. I think you pretty much just took a bunch of vegetables and drowned them in coconut butter. But it, either way, it was amazing. There so was thank salt. you. Salt. Yes. And sea salt. Honestly, sea salt and coconut butter nice. added to anything. Just like bring plus her her touch and amazing chopping skills. And then I proceeded skills. to pour the juices from the pan into my mouth. There's the nothing end. better. It was yeah. good. It was legit. Yeah. There's pretty much drinking coconut Thank butter you. and orgasms. Those are the two best things in life. I'm pretty sure. All right. What's your question, Amelia? Uh, should I get, should I get up? Oh yeah. You got to come up get to the microphone. There. Thank you for the kind words. Um, top, get closer. Top three tips for scorpion bites. Ooh. Yeah, That's I such wanna... a random, non-applicable question for like the general audience. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably make it. Yeah, I mean, we uh, can so make some shit up. yeah, I mean, opening the kimono, I got bit by a scorpion the first night I was here, and was like, I couldn't move my leg the first day, and was like lying awake in bed crying because I didn't have any cell phone reception, could get a hold of anybody, so I'm just like laying there, like, what just bit me, and am I gonna die? Are the two things going through my head? And finally, I wake up in the morning and take like an hour to hobble the 200 yards to the to the resort and walk in, and then they they proceeded to engage in some pretty good TLC for me. Uh, the things that help the most for my scorpion bite that would be helpful to make this applicable to the general audience for any stings, bites, wounds, etc. Was I made a poultice, which draws the poison out of the wound? I used I used a blender and I made a, a poultice using a coffee filter and ginger root and fig leaf, and I blended all that together with hot water. I placed it on my knee and I just let it sit over and over again on my knee to draw the poison out. 
Uh, number two was um, frankincense, essential oil. Who knew? Some crazy old house cleaning lady here at the resort who's apparently well versed in Mexican folklore. I mean, Panamanian folklore. Um, she gave me she had frankincense oil. So there's that. Um, and then like, uh, so, so lymph massage, lymph massage. I had three lymph nodes in my upper femur that literally swelled. And this was two days ago to the size of golf balls. Like I've never actually, I think I commented to you and I'm like, I was just looking at myself in the mirror. Like my entire right crotch looks like it's like, like looks like an old lady's calf, right? Like it's like, <laughs> just like lumps everywhere. And, and I literally like massaged, massaged all of that out. I, I like masturbated my femur for, for a good hour. And, um, and a lot of it went away. Uh, so, so yeah. There you go. Uh, poultices, frankincense oil, and masturbation. So, yeah. Addition, um, with lymphatic massage, something you guys can tinker with if you're doing that with yourself, sometimes we think the only type of body work or manual therapy is if it's really deep and really painful. Lymphatic massage is about the weight of a nickel. Right, so as we're working through there to work with the, with the lymphatic glands, you'll blast right through those guys if you do a deep elbow into the groin. So something just to tinker with. Ben had a really beautiful experience where he got to have an intimate experience with his with his the glands up around his groin, right? And so just in general, you guys just something to play with. Having awareness of all the varieties of touch are helpful, and we don't always need to go in with grenades in order to create change. I often fantasize about a deep elbow into my groin, though. I have to say. Um, all right, next question. Question. Anybody in the audience, don't be shy. Come on up. Oh, no, repeat question. All right, we'll take it. Hello, Angela again. So I've been hearing a lot about deuterium depleted water, and I even tried it myself. I felt really good, but it's $10 for a small bottle. Do I really need that? Is spring water enough? What are your thoughts on that? All right, this might be even more fringe than scorpion bites. Um... DDW or deuterium depleted water is based on the concept that water that is uh, imbalanced is heavy in this isotope called deuterium, which makes it very, very difficult for a cell to properly metabolize water. And the idea is that you do not engage in normal cellular metabolism as efficiently if the water that you're drinking is heavy in this isotope called deuterium. And if you actually analyze a lot of plants and a lot of the produce that we eat nowadays, it is full of deuterium-heavy water. That can be due to mineral depletion in the soil. Uh, some have argued that it is due to radiation, some that it is due to, to glyphosate exposure. But the idea is that we're the water that we're drinking is very heavy in deuterium, and that leads to metabolic deficiencies, and some have argued cancer. Not a lot of research on this, this deuterium light water that you would consume to compete with the deuterium heavy water, uh, but there are some pretty compelling studies. If you do a search on PubMed for deuterium depleted water and cancer, and there's actually studies in which they have literally reversed stage four prostate cancer by giving people, I believe it was for about 12 to 16 weeks, deuterium depleted water three times a day. The stuff is it's pretty expensive. It's like 10 to 15 bucks a bottle. Um, I've drank it before. You feel pretty good when you drink it. But uh, I, I asked a few researchers who I respect about this. Um, uh, Dominique D'Agostino uh, probably gave me the, the, the best, most informed reply. 
uh dr mercola another guy whose brain i picked about it basically um and 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 again you know uh dominique and and joe my apologies to you if i'm if i'm misquoting you on the show but the idea is that theoretically if you're in a state of ketosis and you're drinking really good clean clear structured water with good minerals added to it your body should be able to make its own deuterium depleted water as a byproduct of cellular metabolism and you shouldn't have to drink multiple 10 to 15 bottles dollar bottles of water each day and i tend to agree with that too that was you know like i don't think god made the world so that we have to drink a bunch of like super expensive bottled water each day yes there's this idea that we humans have kind of like you know more or less up the planet a little bit and so it could be that that now we have to kind of like really pay closer attention to the type of water that we drink but um ultimately i have yet to be convinced that's something we need to be spending you know 40 to 60 bucks a week on if i got cancer or 40 to 60 bucks a day on if i got cancer would i drink it honestly i probably would based on the few research studies i've seen especially if it's prostate cancer um, and I know people who have or have had prostate cancer who are drinking heavy amounts of deuterium depleted water now. So, um, you know, it's, it's 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 an interesting thing to explore right now, I'd say. So I would hate to actually end today's podcast episode on deuterium depleted water and scorpions. So let's do Let's go ahead and take one more question to wrap this bad boy up. Here we go. We've got a volunteer. I'm Stephanie from Alabama. And um I want to know what you think about um, doing intravenous Myers or B12, you know, type cocktail therapy versus um, injections and um, intravenous vitamin C for health versus uh, for as an alternative cancer therapy. As an alternative, can't you had to throw that in there at the end? The as alternative to cancer therapy thing. That's that's the trick. You ever get Myers cocktails, Aaron? Like IVs? I have, yeah. But I trust your opinion on this. Okay. This is your question. All right. Um, apparently, I put Sorry. more put more needles into my body than Aaron. Sorry about that. You know, like the like the scale for efficacy of everything from glutathione to vitamin C to uh, you know all the different B vitamin complexes that are in a Myers cocktail would be taking a supplement. That would be like the least effective way, right? Like capsule that you swallow. Next would be like some kind of liposomal or sublingual delivery. Next would be a some kind of a subcutaneous injection. Next would be some kind of an intramuscular injection. Next would be actually mainlining it into the bloodstream, right, via a, an IV or a push IV or, or some method of, of delivering all those vitamins to your body in a, in a more concentrated way directly into the bloodstream, especially if you have gut issues, right, to where you can't absorb micronutrients quite as well. I mean, like, like there are people who get Myers cocktails. So it's like a night and day difference between that and taking multivitamin, right? Um, there, there are a lot of people who have claimed to have had better progress compared to chemotherapy with the use of these type of things. I've seen way more evidence with this whole metabolic approach to cancer, right? Like the, the idea that cancer is a mitochondrial disease not a micronutrient deficiency disease. So instead of doing like a Gerson protocol or heavy amounts of juicing or IVs, you instead approach it from the standpoint of mitochondrial health, right? Like hyperbaric oxygen therapy and ketosis and infrared light and sunlight and water, good water, everything that you would normally do to enhance the health of the mitochondria. Uh, you know, I think that that compared to just like mainlining as many nutrients as you can into your bloodstream is probably gonna put a bigger dent into cancer. Because you gotta look at it this way, the more nutrients you provide to the whole body, the more nutrients you provide into tumors, right? 
So technically, just like dumping your body full of readily available metabolic products is, is not necessarily going to kill cancer. For the average person, though, I mean, like, you know, speaking from my own personal experience, you feel like Superman after you get a Myers cocktail, you know, even more so if you're like hungover or, or you know, you're, you're detoxing or something like that. Um, you know, I, I went through a period of time last year where I was literally like getting tiny little bottles of Myers cocktail and doing self-administered push IVs into my left bicep, just like straight into the vein. And I was doing that instead of taking a multivitamin. So just once a week, I just in inject all my vitamins, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of like better living through science, right? Like it's, it's a way that you can mainline stuff into your bloodstream and just skip gut absorption altogether. And, and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it can be effective and I'd say, uh, spendy, but if you, if you really need to, to enhance your micronutrient availability and some people would say, well, why not just eat plants, right? Like we were talking about before, they can be depleted in minerals, depleted in nutrients, you know, the way they're grown these days. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, th I think there, there's more pros than cons, aside from, from the harm to your wallet of doing things like Myers cocktails and, and vitamin IVs. So, yeah. Good question. Well, what do you think, Aaron? Shall we, uh, shall we wrap this up? I think it's time. I think it is time. There are some sleepy eyes out there. Uh, so, we are going to release this as a podcast episode sometime in the very near future. For those of you listening from afar, thanks for tuning in. And uh, for those of you here, thanks for attending and for putting up with our relentless skin flutes and half-naked pink banana boxer banter. And uh, Aaron, thanks for co-hosting this bad boy with Ooh, me. Thank you so much. I will uh, hopefully, yeah, I look forward to re-listening to this. Mm. I'm sure once the, once the, uh, the uh, alcohol wears off, it'll sound yes, much different. It'll sound way more intelligent. <laughs> Trust me. Everything sounds more intelligent the next day, the next morning. Uh, so I'm Ben from the Ben Greenfield Fitness Podcast, along with Aaron Alexander from the Align Therapy Align Podcast. podcast. <laughs> Christ, ben. I keep making it sound more complex than it is. From the Align Podcast. Uh, and uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. And you can check out bengreenfieldfitness.com or Aaron, what's your website? aligntherapy.com and the previous that was where it comes from <laughs> so you're kind of right uh the previous episode that we just released on the align podcast was with joe mercola who ben mentioned and ben introduces the episode because they love each other apparently so uh yeah but we get into the conversation around water and uh, even kind of an interesting thing in relation to how your water cellular water becomes structured which is more stuff that you guys can pick ben's brain about after here um just upon walking along the beach so a lot of the stuff that we can do, these natural things, you don't necessarily need to go out and get the supplement, right? A lot of this stuff is in most of this stuff, maybe all of this stuff, I'm not sure, we can get just from doing simple things like taking your shoes off, waking up early, checking the sun out, getting in the ocean. We get into that with Mercola, so that's a wrap. Amazing. Wrap that's it, a wrap. wrap Thanks it, for listening, folks. Have a healthy week. Align Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. If you want to support what we are doing and you are digging it, um, one thing you can do is you can jump onto aligntherapy.com and grab yourself an Align Band, which is a heavy-duty resistance band and a door anchor. And um, it comes with an instructional video guide and break down decompression of those joints, self-care stuff, exercise stuff. It's great. Um, some free things that you guys can do, one of which would be, as we mentioned, utilizing the Amazon affiliate link. Top hand, right-hand corner of...
of the podcast page and uh, just bookmark that thing. Anytime you purchase crap on Amazon, we get about six or seven percent of that. Costs you nothing. And um, also, you could jump on to audibletrial.com/align to get yourself a free Audible audio book and a free month subscription. Costs you absolutely nothing and kicks us down some some scratch. Um, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate your support and uh, thanks for sharing. Thanks for tuning in. Wouldn't be possible without you. And look forward to seeing you next week.